Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I am Chris, aka AstroZombie954, and I am joined uh, this week by our two of our three, three or three four, now. Three, three now, uh, three Discord admins. Uh, I'll let them. Uh, <laughs> I'll let them go ahead and uh, introduce themselves. Well, I'm Wildcat Dad 17. Very happy to be back. Reyes? I'm uh, Reyes C3, new admin to the Discord, and uh, here to talk about Pokemon Go. You? You? Uh, Dino had some things come up and it had, had a, a bunch of schoolwork that he had to do. So I was just like, dude, you take care of that and, you know, you'll be good. Uh, <laughs> dogs. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm leaving this. I'll leave this in too. So the <laughs> His first time on the show, and the dogs are are already going off. <laughs> yeah, never, that's better never than uh. Fails, man. Never fails. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's not a smoke detector going off all day. The whole show, so <laughs> we're good. So oh yeah. Uh, Anytime with a so, phone call. Yeah, I uh, you know, I told Dino, I was like, listen, man, dude. Do your your school stuff because that's that's way more important. Um, so he's doing that, and then uh, we're recording today is the nineteenth. It's a Monday night, so we just got done uh, Go Fest, which we are probably gonna talk pretty much most of the show about. Um, it's gonna be a little different uh, than normal. Gonna be just kind of like a chilled, laid back type show uh, until. Um, next week and then we'll get back into it so uh yeah go fest um the highlight for me was sitting on my couch at 10 p.m eastern time waiting for something really cool to happen on youtube with this giant egg <laughs> to just see a fucking mewtwo throw his head back every 15 seconds like it was yeah. that was oh my god <laughs> the, the the level of troll that they had on us for that is just amazing. And the fact that I sat and watched the entire hour and 30 minute egg 
<laughs> when nothing happens, I'm like, this is exactly why there's a problem right now. I have a, I have a mental illness if I'm watching this and not realizing it's just one giant troll. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was actually registered for there for Chicago and I, and I couldn't go. And I just would have been like dumbfounded standing there for hours, you know, waiting on that thing. I, I would have been so pissed off if I was one of those people sitting there, like just sitting there, like, First of all, they say it starts at, it's going to start at what, 9 p.m. Chicago time? Yeah. And then it it hits nine o'clock, and then it's like this big countdown to nine o'clock, and then boom, and you expect something, and then it's like another countdown. And I was just like, I would be so pissed if I was sitting there. Um, But it was, I don't, I don't know. I felt like I told you guys, told everybody in the, the call and in the Discord, I fell asleep. Like, I think maybe I saw Giratina, and then that's all I remember until Zoe Two Dots woke me up screaming about something she caught on her live stream from the day before. <laughs> so that's what woke me up to get me off the couch and and, and go to bed. <laughs> it was a better use of your time. Yeah, 100% better use of your time. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous to make it like to to hype something up and then for it to just basically be like your phone on a screen that shaped like an egg. I was just kind of like, Meh. yeah, it was it was absolutely ridiculous, especially with all the hoopla resounding it with Hoopa. Uh, <laughs> it was just I yeah. love the Hoopa teases. I think that was really awesome that, you know, leaning into the lore a lot there. Mm hmm. But it was just such a letdown after watching what happened. I'm like, okay, yay, you 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 had Hoopa bring in rings and you brought in raids and that's cool, but how's that any different than what we're doing on Sunday? How is this anything special at that point? Yeah. I think it would have been I would have been happier with waiting to see like if they're gonna do something projected onto the screen for us to sit there and watch. Like make it a little more theatrical than it was like i know like they had the like smoke going and the lights and stuff like that but like have the hooper ring come out and then like mewtwo and then it looks like everyone's battling them not use the battle animations from raids like where he's just does three things and stands there most of the time. It, it was an awesome idea. And it really reminded me of that initial trailer for Pokemon go back in two, 2016, everyone in times Square running to battle Mewtwo. that, that was cool. But then to have it go through three more raid bosses, it was just the exact same thing over and it really got tiresome really quick. Yeah. But and I have was... to just give a shout out to the camera guy, the moon, <laughs> just, just zooming in on the moon. Like he, he was just as bored as everybody else. He's like, I'm going to shoot the moon for a few seconds here. Yeah. For it was it was it was crazy, um. So, GoFest was was interesting. I can honestly say I think I like this one better than last year's. Uh, last year's I think was too much like going on at the same time. So it was just it was like you had like what that huge page of research then you had this page here and then back and forth and the collection challenges and this challenge this one was definitely like more minimalistic it had exactly what you needed to do when you needed to do it and it was very easy to complete like i was able to complete mine my alt account 
and help my kids complete theirs. Like it, it, it was, it was much more organized. Uh, it was definitely worth the $5 that it was. Honestly, if it was $10, I would have still been okay with it because I thought it was, it was worth it. Um, I don't know about South Florida, but I know in Lexington, it really brought the community back out as well. There, there was people I haven't seen play in months or even a year plus actually oh. back out, walking, grinding, and, you know, still socially distancing, hanging out, but actually, you know, kind of interacting together. And that's that's the thing I miss from the Live Go Fest was that interactive part of Live Go Fest. Yeah, so for sure. I still seen a little bit of that, but it was absolutely worth the five bucks. I do have a couple thoughts on some of the research, though. I feel like. They missed the mark a little bit on the research. I think on the second day, the research was a little lame. Oh, um, see, I had, I had no problem with that. That that was a hundred percent lore re- lore research, so I mm-hmm. get that. My problem was the hatch an egg and walk a kilometer. Once again, <laughs> this goes back to Nynanic is seems to be out of touch with what's happening in the world. There's people that are still in lockdowns that play Pokemon Go, and and those tasks were not really completable with what was going on at the time in their parts of the world. So I think if you remove those two tasks, it takes nothing away, but it makes it to where everyone can participate, whether you're homebound or not. Yeah. I didn't, well, I see, I see your point. Yeah. Uh, But also the, it wasn't like they were making you walk like 10 kilometers. It was like, it was one. Um, And for the most part, like if you have the adventure sync on, like, even when just walking around your house, like I always get updates like, oh, your egg is about to hatch or an egg's about to hatch. And I'm like, I even I woke up, I fell asleep and woke up. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but you're so, part of the Android master race where, where Adventure Sync's working right now on iPhone, depending upon your version, Adventure Sync's really broken for a lot of trainers. Yeah. So that that even becomes less of an option. I, like I said, I, I didn't have a huge problem with it. It was half hatch distance. So you throw a super incubator with a one kilometer egg in. You hatch it real quick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I yeah, I wasn't that. That wasn't too much. I thought. I thought it was good. It wasn't anything that was like. I I didn't find myself like struggling to finish anything. Um, the only thing that I had a hard time was is catching a Snivy. For some reason, I couldn't find one. Like. <laughs> It was the only one I needed, and uh, it took me like almost the entire the entire GoFest to to get a Snivy, which was crazy. That um, is weird because I, yeah. I I caught more than I wish, and I think I got two more shiny. And I'm like, well, I didn't need these. I'll take them. But yeah, how how, how was your shiny look on on Saturday? <laughs> shiny luck. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I caught four shinies the entire GoFest. And that's with my gotcha going on. Probably 250,000 Stardust, you know, worth of catching. Yeah, four. Four shinies. And, like, they were ones that I already had. Like an Ekans. Let me see. Ekans, Lotad, Aaron, and Trappage, and Slackoth. That's it. Okay, don't throw something to the computer at me. I I got forty three on, on just my main account. <laughs> forty three on my main. That noise was my uh, phone um, dropping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, including Actually, some no. of the new ones, like I got Chimeco, which was really exciting hmm. for me. 
And I got Audino, which was one I was really coveting. I love the purple shinies. Purple and yeah. blue shinies are absolutely my favorites to see. Yeah. So I was able to get 43 on Saturday and another eight on Sunday to put me at 51 on my main and another 20 on my alt account for the weekend. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, up. Oh, I forgot. There was one. This is a very special one. It was number five. I go all day Saturday, catch three. We get home, go to the bathroom, open up the phone. Oh, this there's a scroopy, scorpy or whatever it is, the scorpion sitting there. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me catch this. Boom, toilet shiny. So <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was the catch. That was the catch of the entire thing. But my kids, man, I like. We didn't even get out of our development, and my middle one screams, Daddy! I'm like, oh my god, what happened? He's like, I got a shiny Snorlax! And I'm like, no, you didn't. Oh, man. (laughs) It's a regular one. And he's like, no, it's shiny! And he shows me, and I'm like, I just just put my head down. (laughs) And I, I think they... Between the three of them, I think they all caught like 15 or 20 each. And I'm sitting there at four. <laughs> Five yeah. Total I know, I know Ray, as you said, you had some pretty good luck as well, didn't you? Yeah, I had 24 on day one and then 11 on day two. A uh, couple ten poles, uh, one dino, which was during the second cave hour. That was awesome. Um, trying to think what else. The, the sock and the throw. Uh, the sock was like with three minutes left in day two off the incense. I was just like, my mind was blown. Uh, the Audino, I didn't get the Whismur. I think that was like the only new one I didn't get, but it, it, overall it was, it was a good time. It was, uh, I just stayed around my local neighborhood, kind of hunted, um, day two, a lot of raids. Um, I, I take advantage of the time zones. So, uh, I was raiding all night, Saturday night, and then Sunday, you know, up until the West Coast ended, basically, and a uh, couple of couple of shinies, nothing, no hundos or anything, but a, a good amount of XL candy. Nice. I on my main account yet to have a hundo legendary on my alt account, which is a level twenty three, I think, right now. Oho raid or ho ho raid. First one of the day, shiny. Second raid, Kiram, hundo. Oh, and man. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, my kids are getting Lugias and, uh, what is it? Ra- Raikou, the, the little electric tiger guy. Um, they're all getting shiny legendaries and I'm just sitting here like, I paid for all this. <laughs> but it was worth it. I mean, the, they were they were super psyched and I was like, yeah, that's fine. But yeah. But today, today, first Mewtwo of the day, as I as I was uh sound checking with Reyes, I was do- <laughs> I'm trying to text him on what to do to to get his mic to work and trying to do the Mewtwo raid at the same time. <laughs> and then I finally it, did it. It was and, funny to watch. Uh, it was yeah, it was a shiny and I was super psyched because it was my first one. So thank you, Unbreakable, because you were the one who uh, hooked me up on that one. So See, I still don't have that one. I, I, I've got one I traded for, but I've never caught my own shiny Mewtwo in Go or main series, actually. Hmm. Yeah, no, that, that's my first. I don't really have a lot of it up until 
probably just like the past couple of months. I I didn't really raid all that much, but now, like especially since like the show started and more people, I think more people have been kind of leaning towards master leagues because you know they're tired of they don't want to do like element cup or things like that so having to have to build like some of these pokemon to be competitive in master league just made me you know raid a whole lot more than like to the point where <laughs> i gave reyes my t- my phone number so he could text me because i was missing <laughs> all the raid invites <laughs> so i was just like just text me and let me know <laughs> When you're gonna send them because sometimes like my discord notification doesn't go off but my text always goes off so <laughs> yeah reyes is definitely a reliable raid dealer he, he he has he has it on point at all times any raid boss i'm looking for reyes reyes hooks me up yeah that's uh that's my main thing i try to help everyone out if there's someone uh that needs something you know <clears throat> not even just the current legendary, like people are going after Wobbuffet right now, trying for that XL. It's a level three boss. So, yep. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to like, you know, the five, you know, five PVP pe- uh, people that I know that would be interested in doing it. I know Unbreakable's trying to get hers, the level 50. Astro, I think you are. So I'm like, I'll oh, just send yeah. them out and see who, who jumps in and see what happens. Yeah. No, that's, it's, I can always, yeah, that's, I always can count on Reyes to send me what I need. And it's most of the time it's like, he'll just shoot me a text and be like, I'm sending you one. Like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me open the game. But, um, no, I, I, I thought it was, it was good for what it, like, GoFest, this GoFest was good for what it was. You know, I think it's definitely, it was Niantic's way of saying, Hey, we're doing this one remote, but we're also going to get you guys ready for next year cuz next year I I have a feeling next year it's going to be they'll have the live one in like the the cities, you know, throughout the the world that they do it in. And then I think they'll have like special like ticketed like online or virtual tickets that gets like maybe like half of what you get if you go like to the in-person go fest or some, you know something like that but i don't see them losing out on all that remote money yeah i think now that they they you can't put the genie back in the bottle in this case you you've shown people that they can host it remotely it can be a a fun event not not as fun as in person but it's a fun event it's going to be really hard to roll that back and say you know what you only can come live there's a limited number of tickets and it's going to be a lottery whether you get to come or not. It's, that, that's just not going to be a great look. But then again, they're also rolling back rate or um, it's pokey stop interaction distance when we're all going. That's a really bad decision. So no, I, I just I, I think it's it was it, it was a good way of getting us ready for that. Um, I could imagine that when they all sat down and decided to make like this this year five dollars they were like oh well sunday we'll do a raid day and we'll make up all the money that we lost that <laughs> you know we would have charged you fifteen dollars for we're gonna make it all back in in remote raid passes because i think i spent like close to forty dollars on raid passes i actually bought raid passes with with actual money on my alt account for the first time 
ever in the history of this game. I spent money on my ult just to get some more raid passes. Yeah. Like I have an allowance that I, I give myself for, for the game. Like every Friday, you know, I buy X amount. I buy like the $20 pack of coins or whatever. And that's what I'll do. But I was just like an hour in, I was out of remote passes and I had already gone through all, all eight that they gave me for free. And I'm like, shit, what am I going to do the rest of the day? So it's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. So it was, but it was worth it. It was, I finally, I got, uh, what is it? A Terrakion, which was surprisingly extremely hard to find people that were doing that raid. <laughs> um, It was the last one I needed to complete my legendary decks. So I was pretty psyched that someone, yeah. But yeah, there's, I know like PGR was talking about it just being an overload of Pokemon in raids. And I kind of agree with it because I have them, but like for like my kids who didn't have them, it was like every single raid that popped up was like, Oh my gosh, it's this. And Oh my gosh, it's that. And we got to do this. And you know, it was, it was cool. And like the, the park that we go to has for the past, like six months just been dead. But it's just, there's four, five gyms and probably about 25 Pokestops. And you can literally just park your car in the middle of it and reach everything. And yes, or yeah, yesterday was the first time, like, I saw, like, the herd of people going from gym to gym to gym to gym. And we just kind of followed them. And it was awesome. Like, they got everything that they wanted because... There was always 20 people, 20, you know, the lobbies were filling up like really quick, like two, three minutes, like filling up, like as soon as something would drop. Well, knowing that we we broke PokéNav in multiple different discords. I'm in PokéNav went down at least three separate times, which just shows you the sheer number of folks raiding, which means, yeah, it may have been a little unorganized. It was a lot to take in. But people were doing it and, and having a blast doing it. So I think it I think it was successful. Maybe a little underwhelming compared to last year with the rocket radar, rocket research and having all the shadow legendaries and getting a perfect shadow Mewtwo. That's more underwhelming than that. <laughs> Just rub that in there. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, so one thing that um, I wanted to talk about. Since we did an entire day of raiding and, you know, we've got, you know, the current raid bosses that are coming up. Um, we've got what Mewtwo, Wobafet, I think Metagross is in there. Uh, Claydole. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of PVP relevant Pokemon in raids right now. And, I can honestly say I just use whatever the it tells me it the auto recommend <laughs> because half oh, the time I'm just true. like <laughs> but it's it my brain gets so filled with like all the things I have to remember for PVP like I can't keep it all in there <laughs> at least bring the right tap type matchups you know type matchups come on <laughs> uh, I forget there was one that I brought 
I think it was like a meta gross to something, and I was just someone <laughs> someone in the area because who was using a meta gross? <laughs> and I was just like, uh, hurry up and die, please. <laughs> Uh, I, I but, will say I brought a Snorlax <laughs> into one raid simply trying specifically for the the, the stamina thing because yeah. I figured that was a great day to work on that badge specifically. So anything I could do to, to possibly earn one of the badges or the little pop-up at the end of the thing, I was doing it. I brought in Execute, Execute Executor, Lolan. I brought in Snorlaxes. I brought a Chansey one time just for fun because the raids were so full at all times there was never a chance we were losing one of them. So you got to have a little fun sometimes with. Yeah. So what I wanted to do since we have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to do since we have Reyes on the show and he's like our, our raid guy, like he knows the ins and outs of it and stuff like that. Like, so I want to kind of pick his brain on someone like me. Like, yeah, when it comes to PVP, like I know what's going on, but this is a whole different, different aspect of the game but it's still very relevant to pvp especially now with level 50 pokemon and the xl and and you know master league and stuff like that so my main question is like i know i hear like on GoCast they'll say you know always always have uh smackdown tyranitar on your in your list or your raid party but is there like certain pokemon that like you need to have in a raid party like and it's always going to be good no matter what what you're doing um a big one that i go to for any of the birds or anything flying is like rock wrecker riperior that's a big one um if you've got one if you could get one to level 40 that's pretty trustable um, Tyranitar is, is still like old reliable at this point. Um, you two, if you can, I'm not a huge fan of the, the, the fast moves, not doing damage, but if you got something weak to ghost, me too, with shadow ball is always a great recommendation. And, um, uh, any of the current megas, the megas have really changed the game with, with that, honestly, because of the the amount of damage that they do, that they help with the party, Mega Gengar immediately comes to mind. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is not, and the Mega Charizard is big. Um, going back to Fire types, Reshiram is a is a big one. It's probably the best Fire type to use for raids. Uh, Rayquaza is it, that's really its only use is for raiding. You know, gym battling or whatever <laughs> yeah. as well too. But it's so. But it hits very hard for the time that it's in there. And if you could time your dodges like on big moves, like a Draco Meteor from something, you can stay. You can hang in the battle and do way more damage. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's like not legendary that's a little more accessible. Let's just pull up the game. So what about Machamp? Because <laughs> I, I know with Conkeldor coming out, what, so is Machamp still good enough to even use with it compared to Conkeldor? Yes, I would. I would still say yes. It's still pretty reliable. Um, if you play Community Day, you might have had enough XL to power it up past level forty, and that might give it more of that stamina boost to hang in there. Um, for those for those Steel types or any of those normal types, even Ice types that are weak. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime that's anything is also double weak to Ice, I always go with Mammoth Swine. That's that's my first go-to. The again, it's a little uh, 
soft as far, as far as its defense, but that powder snow avalanche is so quick, just as quick as it is in yeah. PvP, and you can rattle off a ton of them if you've got one that's high level. Um, Dragonite is still up there. Grudon for anything that's weak to ground. Um, Garchomp as well. If you you could double move your guard your community Garchomp for anything that's weak to dragon or ground. And you can work around that, so that's pretty. That's pretty versatile, uh, Garchomp for anything that's weak, weak to dragon or ground as well. Because you could keep that Earth power, and then you could just TM the fast move if you need to, to get the super effective damage for dragon, and then give it outrage as a second move. Hmm. So, um, second moves are just as important in raiding as in PvP, or is it less for some? For some. In- for some instances, I would say yes. It depends how you're going to use it um, and how like how accessible TMs are to you. Um, like another one I just pulled up on my screen is Zekrom. So another one that's very effective for Dragon, but I would also probably the best electric type attacker as well. So if you want to go that route to give it well charge, and then I think it has Outrage, and then you could, you know, rather than keep on TMing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that Surf Waterfall combination is is pretty intense (laughs) um okay yeah because i was just like i have a hundo tyranitar that i use for raids i'm never going to use it for master league or anything because it's it's still not like super like it's not really a pvp type pokemon so i just didn't know if i needed to second move it or just leave it with with smackdown and i think it's running smackdown and stone edge most likely stone edge i think yeah i actually have quite a quite a stable of tyranitars i have i think three that are smackdown stone edge and three that are bite crunch so you could do like your whole you can do like the whole team like a whole set, set of tyranitar yeah that's cool um so with these raid bosses that are in here now um, Sableye, this has been the best PvP raid bosses we've had in a while. I think. Yeah, I that's what I was looking at. I like Sneasel. Um, I like that for I. So I have a hundred percent one that I want to power up for Master League because I saw I forget who I saw online using one in Master League, and it even though it's like it's super glassy, but at level fifty, like that it hits it hits hard another um, one drillber is actually a great master league it, it's a master league version of galarian stunk fist really it, yeah. it's so quick so spammy um and i've actually seen some folks running it in ultra now but i think I've now seen- that you get level 50 stunk fist galarian stunk fist i think it's kind of falling out of favor a little bit yeah i've seen i actually saw I saw it in Remix. I've seen it in Remix, um, Excadrill a couple times in Remix, since there's no Galarian Stunfisk, um, and Probopass, and there's no, um, what's it called, Bastiodon. So I've seen a lot of people switching out that, you know, either using Probopass or using um, Excadrill to kind of fill that role. Um, and it's because it's got, it's still got, what is it, Mud? Mud slap, mud is it mud slap or, or mud shot? Mud shot. I I always get those confused. The one that charges really fast. Yeah, and then uh, 
it's 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 just a good Pokemon. It's it's a little glassier in the Great League level than it is when you get into Master League, but it's it's fun to play with if you need something that's that typing and that you can move around. Um, and then we've got in Tier Three Wobbuffet. Uh, that's that one. Like if I see them, I do them, or if you know Reyes sends me one, I'll do it because the amount of XL candy, like you need like two, what is it? 296. Six. Yeah. 296. It's not very easy to come by, <laughs> especially for, for, for that. Like I've had this thing as my buddy, it's almost best buddied. And I think I've gotten maybe like five XL candy from it. But, and especially in a limited meta though, it is so powerful. Yeah, if you, yeah. I, I hate seeing it. Even when it gets lined up against my Drifloom, I know it's going to chunk me down just because of how much it can take. Yeah, I mean, even with like, I think mine's at it's right now ten fifty two. Um, so I think it's in forty it's, five thereabouts. Yeah, I 40, think it's 45. level forty five now. Um, it's still crazy, crazy tanky and. It's, 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 it was a lot of fun. It's still fun to play with, not fully maxed out. So maybe, uh, that may be one of my picks for, for our draft. Yeah. And then we have Metagross. Oh, oh, banned. It's banned. Immediately banned. Um, (laughs) you got Metagross in there, which is always a Master League staple if they bring back Master League Premiere. Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, you you shouldn't sleep on Claydol and Parasect either. In some limited metas, I've ran a Parasect here and there. And it can do a lot of damage. It actually can beat a Hypno as long as you don't have to. They're hmm. not running Fire Punch or Ice Punch because either one of those moves is going to just remove it from your storage. Hmm. But it can actually, it can deal a lot of damage. And Claydol is another one of those fun, random, you don't see it a lot, but it has a weird typing that people don't realize and don't know its movesets. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to use. And well, it's got, because it can do, what is it? Ice Beam? Mm-hmm. And it has Shadow Ball, and then it has a, I think, one of Earthquake. Uh, is it Earthquake or Earth Power? One or the other. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna pull them up. Um, and then Psychic is always reliable. I mean, it just yeah. it's so punishing and so slow, and I cannot play it at all. But it, it's a good move. Yeah. Uh, so confusion or confusion? Yeah. Fast, sorry. Confusion fast move, and then. PV Poke has it, Earth Power, and Shadow Ball, but it does have Earthquake and Psychic Ice Beam, and then yeah. Gyro Ball if you, for some reason, need um, a Steel-type move, which I actually run Gyro Ball on my Aloan Sandshrew, or Sandslash, and it catches people off guard, and that thing, it hits. It can... Like y- you get one of those that go through, it hits. <laughs> mm-hmm. I so, ran it on it, my um, oh, what was it? I was running it on my Bronzong for a little while, just for the 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 lulls of it. And I'm like, oh, when it finally got through, I'm like, I see. It's a risk reward situation. It, it it's gonna if it does if they don't shield, they're gonna take the damage. Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a one of those interesting moves. Uh, like uh, Dino has me running focus focus blast on my hypno Mm -hmm. and if you time it right so that they don't 
if if you're getting against someone who doesn't count and that you know you can kind of you can get those off but i've hit so many obstagoons with focus blast <laughs> during this during this remix cup it's been absolutely amazing because they switch into it thinking they're going to win you know cuz they're going to get off all these night slashes and i'm like oh fuck it i'll use both shields on this <laughs> And then I throw the focus blast and they don't shield it because they think it's, you know, I'm either baiting them with a fire punch or or whatever. And then, boom, I hit them with the focus blast and it just deletes. And then it's top left. Good I had it happen <laughs> once. One time. And luckily I had Driftloom in the back still and they still lost. But I'm sitting here just uh, threw my phone going, why? Why did yeah. I not shield that? Because I had two shields still. I'm like trying to do the whole like no shield flex on them. Yeah, and then they just delete my obstacle, and I'm like, "Well, I'm still going to win, but I'm not happy about it." Yeah, well, it's it's just it's not something you think about. Like when you think about the moves that it's running, you're normally like, "Okay, it's either going to be um, thunder punch and, or ice punch or fire punch or and shadow ball." Shadow ball. Yeah. yeah, like not many people are running it with with focus blast, so it's it's fun. Uh, and then, honestly, you shouldn't sleep on a Mega Gengar either, because you're going to get two XL candy at least for that one. Oh yeah. So if you're if you're really trying to max out that Gengar, it's it's another one, and it's it's very very relevant in Ultra and less so in in Great League, but it can do work in Great League as well. So yeah, it's another one. I mean, I, every one of these raid bosses minus Carvana and Esper, there's at least some draw for PvP. Yeah, exactly. I, I would feel bad if Carvana was ever put into a PvP match. It would just immediately remove itself, transfer, it just, and turn into candy. Yeah, it just it falls asleep. It just goes. It comes down and says, eh, and then runs away. The I used it for three matches during Element, just because I was seeing a ton of Slowpoke leads. Mm-hmm. So they would put a, you know throw out their Slowpoke, and then I'd switch into it and. By the time they realized what they were getting hit with, you're, it was dead because the <laughs> the the bite just like annihilated it. <laughs> I, I could imagine, but one one razor leaf and it just is done. It's done. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not very very. Which I caught three shiny Carvanas this weekend. That, that those were some highlights for me. I was I was really excited for that because I've been chasing that shiny for a while. It's a good looking shiny. Like it's it's a really good looking shiny. Uh, so <clears throat> with, with all of that go fest and everything that's, that's happened, we unlocked, well, I think we unlocked, did they officially say we unlocked one it? one and two? They officially announced, they didn't announce three, but I never seen a pass that we missed. So I'm, I'm assuming we unlocked three as well. Yeah. So we've unlocked the ultra unlock one and two. Um, what? What's going on with this this first unlock? Oh, so the first one is really exciting for us PvPers. Uh, they sent out a tweet, I believe it was on Friday night, uh, with a picture that had Shield on and Craniados on it and something else, but I don't even remember, nor do I care because it's Shield on. And I need yeah. Shield on XL candy uh, with their shinies most likely getting released based on and unfortunately, I never want to admit it, but Sultan Nar from PGR absolutely called this ahead of time. As soon as they seen the, the time, that's immediately what they went for. And I, I 
didn't even think they were. I was like, oh, they're going to be wrong. They have to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they were right. I, I, I said it. It's in recording. Oh, no. So I am. Yeah. And you better not. If they hear that, they're, they're going to hold you to that. Part. Oh, they are. They're, <laughs> they're, they're already going to ride me about it. But they were on. Um, they were spot on. Yeah. No, they were. The the thing, I like the fact that Shieldon's going to be in here. I don't like the fact that it's going to be shiny. Because I know if I, I'm like, maybe like 10 XL candy away from maxing out my my 98% Bastiodon. And if I get a shiny that's even close to 98%, I know I'm going to be that. I'm just going to be like, I, I got to fucking max this thing out. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, actually, that actually brings up a really interesting point. Did did you find over GoFest that the rate of XL candy was down? Yes, it was bad. It was bad. I, I got 13 XL shield on candy the entire weekend. I'm like, how? I've caught it. I think I went back and counted. I caught 95 shield on, got 13 XL candy. Yeah, it was. I think... That and I kind of feel like the, sh- at least from my opinion, not yours, obviously, because <laughs> you got 40, but I felt like everything was kind of mellowed out. Like the XL candy wasn't boosted in any form. I don't really think the shiny rates were that. I don't think they were boosted. I think there was just so many spawns that it balanced out. Um, cause it wasn't like, community day shinies it was i think it was probably maybe a little higher than regular but i think the silf road said it was like something like one in 128 was the average they were seeing for most of them yeah it was so i don't think they like they they turned it up so much um i know they definitely didn't on sat on sunday (laughs) sunday no there was yeah, they they did not do anything on Sunday except sit back and watch their bank account get bigger and bigger and bigger every every hour. Ray is looking at the ultra unlock from a, a raid side. Is Craniados is a pretty big deal there as well, isn't it? Because it's it's a pretty stout rock attacker, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. I would kind of label Rampardos as the rock Rayquaza, where it's paper thin. But with the SmackDown Rock Slide moveset, and it's got a very, it's like in the 280s for its attack stat. That's what really carries the CP. Um, it hits very hard. I I, I brought, um, I think I hatched a 100%er, and I brought it up to level 40. And anytime I face something that's weak to rock, any of the birds that are like double weak to rock, Rampardos is in my lineup. Yeah. Nice. So, so that Ultra and Walk One is really going to be nice for both the, the, the PVPers and the Raiders out there because they're, you know, Fossil Pokemon are always fun to get. They're moderately rare, so you're going to have a chance for the XL Chase for very PvP-relevant Pokemon and, and even raid-relevant Pokemon. So yeah. I, I love it. I am interested to see what the raid boss is. I'm I'm not sold that we're getting Dialga. I think they may pull something on us here and save Dialga for the Diamond and Pearl remake releases and give us the shiny then. I think, I think it's going to be Palkia, Dialga, and then... Fingers crossed it's Hoopa or Xernia or um, what is it? Um, Arceus. Arceus. But I have a feeling it's going to be Giratina, but <laughs> that's just me being, uh, you know, 
a Debbie Downer on Niantic and them hyping up something, especially after this egg thing, hyping something up, and then it just being a giant letdown. But if it's Hoopa, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll do a bunch of those. Um, but I think it's going to be, it's definitely, I think it's going to be Dialga and, and Palkia. Do they release the shinies then? Or is this just another week of non-shiny chance raid bosses? For Ultra Unlock, I Oof. think they do it. I think they release them. You yeah. think they do it? See, I just, mm-hmm. I, deep down, I really think they're going to save the shinies for Diamond Pearl remakes and try to build the hype around those coming out because the Pokemon company likes to make sure they're selling their main series games and it's a great cross promotion. Yeah. So that is Ultra Unlock One. And that is, what does that starts on Friday? Yeah. The 23rd. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then that runs through what the big, first week in august yes okay so then we've got ultra unlock two so two the only thing that i saw um what are they doing with the regionals they haven't they just teased it so reyes do you want to talk a little bit about what the tease was there for ultra unlock two they showed the was a heracross i believe that they showed as like a shiny sprite that mm-hmm. was in the middle, and it had like the shiny symbol next to it. So that would be a big one for everyone to chase down. Mm. That will was they make it available out? worldwide? Ooh, I think, I think, I think they will. <laughs> I'm not banking on it, but I think they will. It's a great <sighs> shiny too. It's a it's a yes. very pink shiny. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yes, I Astra, we understand. It, I... You, we we understand. You see these all the time, but folks yeah. like Reyes and myself, we. we <laughs> We don't see like, any uh, hair across, so I, I think they there. have to make them worldwide. My bigger fear is that they're just going to say, hey, all regionals are now shiny, and you can catch the one that's in your region. Jesus, that would be... And that would be terrible. I that just, would be... Because all I have is Tauros. I'm just looking at it for myself <laughs> here. And all I have is Tauros. And I still don't have a shiny Tauros. Uh, oh, I would, uh, I would oh give you gosh. one. What I, I would get... I'd get a bunch. I'd get what? Maractus, Cor- Heracross, Corsola, Carniv- and Carnivine. Yeah. That's- and Volbeat and or Illuminese. Not Volbeat, but Illuminese. I forget those they- are regional. Volbeat and Illuminese because I don't even care to check them ever. They feel bad for us because we're, you know, always hot and that's the weather's terrible. And we here got uh, all the time. Buff- <laughs> Buffalant too in the East Coast. Buffalant? Uh, yes. I thought that was Northeast, though. I thought that was like New York, yes. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Further, yeah. I always forget about that one. Uh, that, if or they, do they put the, do they, do they do regionals like they did last year for the Ultra Unlock and they're only in seven kilometer eggs? That would be terrible. That means I would have to open gifts. <laughs> I just put that in the world and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm just thinking, looking back to the last three times they've done regionals, quote unquote worldwide they were all in seven kilometer gifts it was the gen one regionals in seven kilometer gifts you're right oh no no <laughs> well if they do people are gonna be like what the fuck astros opening gifts <laughs> <laughs> like i need those I, eggs <laughs> oh i don't need i need pokeballs i i went from 1250 at the start of go fest i have 120 left and i Jesus. may have actually purchased 200 the second day wow, wow. Yeah, I, on a good on a good day, have like two hundred Pokeballs. 
I think I'm down to like 76 right now. I, no, the, the gotcha eats too many Pokeballs. I've got to keep those in stock when I need to oh, play yeah. hard. Yeah, for sure. With the regional thing, I I hope they do... If they're going to do Heracross and make it like worldwide, they need to do that with the other ones as well. Like Tropius. Specifically, well, make, make Tropius available. It's Tropius too relevant. and Parcherisu. Because that's another one that you've got to get as close to perfect or perfect and you've got to max that out you know level 15 you're still at like 1400 i think with the best buddy boost um so you need a ton a ton of candy and yeah you're not getting that unless you live what canada canada and alaska i only have 12 like 2019 go fast so, yeah, definitely i wouldn't mind seeing patcherisu more yeah yeah i had um Luckily, I have uh, a friend that went goes to was going goes to GoFest every year, and he had I think like three that he just kept, and he traded me one, and it ended up being lucky. So I was, nice. I was psyched about that. I caught one on my Alaskan cruise, so that's the one I keep no matter what. It's never going to go anywhere. And then I had. Something like 65 I brought back from GoFest, and I've just been slowly giving them away to anyone that will actually, you know, level up on friendship and wants one. I'm like, I don't I don't want this. I need it out of my bag. I need the storage space. Yeah. <sighs> I, there's there's a couple of those that I, I just like. I think I have a love disc that I caught the day my daughter was born. And like that one, just that one's never going to get deleted. Like as much as it I could be completely maxed out. That's that one won't get deleted. Just those, some of those. Um, so let's see. And they have no, no teasing for Ultra Unlock three yet. So they just sent out a, a tweet. They had a bunch of question marks. So still completely up in the air. I, I think it's definitely going to be a new legendary. I don't think they're going to. I, I don't think Giratina is coming for that one. Just the simple fact of it was Giratina. They would just go ahead and put it out there because no one's going to get excited anyways. And no one's going to be excited about question marks. So, well, actually, now I'll just talk myself into Giratina. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I would be excited about Giratina. I need, I have the, what is it? The origin, origin form. Um, I have that shiny, but I need the altered form. And it's a cool looking shiny. I love, I love is, the color. Is there um, milk chocolate signature moves that they could get? There is. And it would, the problem is, is, I don't know if they'll give them their signature move because their signature move in the main series is really good. And they already have so many good moves that it, it's going to be hard to give it to them and not make them yeah. very broken. Fair. Yeah. I think it's called Dragon Rush, if I remember correctly. Oh, oh. yeah, that would be intense. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I definitely think so. It's going to be Palkia Dialga. Sh- I'm sorry, Shadow Force. Shadow it's Force. It's a ghost type move. It, it, it it would make them more broken than they already are. Hmm. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I can almost, I think PGR was saying that their money is on Hoopa. Um, I kind of agree with them because of all the teasing they've done with, with Hoopa. But if you're not going to do Garatina, Arceus is like the next is, is the other missing piece of those, of those Pokemon. I, I don't think they're going to release Arceus anytime soon. I think they'll 
once again, going back to tie-ins to the main series stuff, you've got Pokemon Legends Arceus coming January next year. Mm. It's a perfect time to release Arceus, get that hype going in both sections. Also, how are they going to handle Arceus? It's a Pokemon that can have 18 different types. Are they really going to put out 18 different variants? Probably the same way they do uh, Genesect with the with the different, um, what is it? cards the date but genesis typing doesn't change with each card Arceus actually changes type per plate that it has Hmm. so in reality that they could they could release it 18 different 18 different slots that you would have to fill oh my god that's probably the ex boss if it's not the ultra unlock three yeah i was thinking maybe that they were looking at hoopa as the ex box and that's boss and that's why they're really pumping them up to make everyone excited for the return of ex raids yeah I and Hoopa's a mythical verse. Well, it's Arceus. No, Arceus is just a legend. So you know, Hoopa fits into their EX field better. So I could see them going Hoopa EX and maybe release Arceus. But I just don't know if they're ready for Arceus release because yeah. of the type issue. Well, we'll definitely get Arceus and Hoopa before we get Kecleon and <laughs> Caldeo. <laughs> just amazing. I was looking at my Pokedex and I was like. I just see that one box where Kecleon is, and I'm just like, fuck you, man. Like, and it's, just... the, uh, it's yeah, I'm sitting here, I was like, oh, I need a bunch of platinum badges eventually to make it to, to up to level 50. And yeah. those are platinum badges I'll never get at her. No, because no, you'll never, they're never going to release these things. Never. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely amazing that it's still not released. Like, I don't see why it's not. Like, I don't get it. It's actually released and you just can't see it, so you've never found it. <laughs> it's in the invisible form. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so, all right. So that's kind of everything that's going on. Um, coming up with the next the next couple weeks there, uh, they haven't really announced what spawns are going to be going on. Um, it's just kind of they're teasing little things here and there. I'm sure sometime this week they will give us maybe a little more detail um at least into ultra unlock 1 and what's going to be um i know they gave like i think like pokemon from different times different eras eras it's the the fossils yeah um but they didn't actually like say what's going to be so i have a feeling i mean we know shieldon and and cranidos but let's see what else kabuto uh, amastar kabuto yeah, uh, Archon. That that's another one that people don't have a Ooh, lot of. Archon. That one would be fun. The turtle that I'm not going to attempt to say the name of. What is it? Caracosta. Sure. That thing is that thing is fun. It's cool. It's got like a fucking bulletproof vest on. <laughs> oh, do do they release um, Amoras and Tyrant? No, and those were in the data mine. I think what last month. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Do they release that for the Ultra Unlock? Hmm. That's a good question. That would definitely get more people. That would get people like really going because Tyra is it's a rock dragon, which is a very unique typing. Hmm. The evolution that I can't remember the name of is a is a rock dragon. Yeah, and that's that's so, another one with like a high attack I'm sure, stat, right? Yeah, that's the. It's got like the really big head and then the small body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
it looks like it's gonna fall over if it runs. Uh, and then oh, yeah, Tyrantrum. <laughs> Tyrantrum is its evolution. Yeah. Ooh. And it um, has an ama- it's shiny is all blue and white. It's the perfect mascot for me with you know my wildcat faithfulness. <laughs> And then you have Amora, which is the the counterpart for that generation, and Aurorus, which is, hmm. they're pretty, but mostly useful. They're rock ice, so they're super glassy, don't have the best moves, but Tar- Tyrant and Tyrantrum would be really cool to have in game. Yeah, it looks like a, a version of, um, what's it called? Gudra and Gumi and whatever. Um so yeah, so that's what's going on. Um, we're still, as far as PvP goes, we're still in Great League. We've got another week of Great League, Great League Remix, um, and then we'll switch over next Monday. Yes, to, to Ultra, Ultra and then Ultra Remix. So next week's episode, I'm sh- me and me and Junior are going to probably spend most of it talking about Ultra Remix since it's new and 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 stuff like that, but. As far as like GBL goes, I've honestly with GoFest, like by the time I got home, fed the kids, got everyone ready for bed, like I was like exhausted. <laughs> I think I maybe played like two sets over the weekend. How, how'd you do with the start of, of Great League Remix? Uh, I started off okay and then kind of sunk down a little. And then this past week was just like i don't know what it was it was literally every match was a hard counter like no matter what i did like i was losing like it didn't matter what i was switching it to or or anything like that um I what found... you're saying is astro didn't listen to dino's tip of the week last week and no i did not i <laughs> did not well no i did not for the first half uh, the, for the first week, I did listen. I, I ran my same team. Um, it was Shadow Hypno, Shadow uh, Machamp, and Gar- uh, Gramble in the back. Oh, interesting. Um, and it was doing. It did well for like half the week, and then it would. It slowly, slowly started to tank, and then Monday, Tuesday, it just everything was a hard counter, like right off the bat. Um, so then I switched and this team that I'm running right now has been pretty good. Um, I kind of talked about it yesterday when we were doing our call. I made a switch to it though. Uh, so it's Tropius, uh, lead and then Steelix and what's my, uh, I fuck, forgot already. Look, <laughs> it's, uh, Tropius, Steelix and Primeape. I battled that line today and I felt very bad for it because I am running and I've been running to start a great league remix drift loom in the lead with obstagoon and lantern in the back. Hmm. And I've went from, I started out at 2073 and I've climbed all, I was all the way up to 2663. So over six, right at 600 points in wow. five days. I had five straight days with only one losing set of a two, three. Hmm. And I, I know um, the Fighting Gobbler actually last night on our call hopped on and, and tried it out and went back to back four ones with that nice. with that team. So if anyone's hmm. still looking for a, a remix team, I highly recommend it. Uh, it it's a little tricky to play. You're going to come up with about one to two HP every single match is the difference, but it's a fun team. Yeah. 
I'm enjoying this. Uh, I enjoy when my uh, primate beats a mandibuzz. It's always fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> people forget that it has, uh, what is it, ice punch? So they, they don't they don't shield it thinking it's power up punch or um night slash and then i hit it with the ice punch and it can it can hang i i've been able to get off if i get locked in against like a psychic i've been able to get off at least one night slash before it goes down so i i don't i have a thing for i i, I love primeape and just like seeing it come out and then it's just it's cool i wish it had you know me and dino have always said we want the uh the ash hat um primeape to come out so <laughs> i support this decision day. yeah so uh we'll probably go more in depth into ultra um remix next week you know we just wanted to do this week like a recap of what GoFest was some of the things that were coming up. Um, I wanted to, you know, really like get some more information, you know, for everyone about rating and, and Reyes is like the perfect person to ex, you know, explain all that. Um, one question I did have and I forgot to ask you mentioned dodging. Do you actually dodge or do you just like I just sit there and smash it and like I don't, I, I never try and dodge because I could never do it. Ninety nine percent of the time, I just attack, especially if if it's like four people or less with with a raid. Um, if you know we're looking at like six plus, and it's something like a ho ho with solar beam, you'll see the solar beam come down on the right bottom right of the screen, and it's like that one is pretty slow, so you can kind of bounce around for like two seconds. And it will, you know, you'll dodge it and miss it. It's all very dependent, just like PvP, on knowing the moveset it could possibly have. You'll probably have to take one and then see whether or not if you want to dodge it. You know, it's just, um, it's become a little more of a strategy with people that are bringing in Megas because you want to keep that Mega in longer so that you keep the raid lobby boosted with, with damage. So... If if you got like three, you know, four or five people in there, and the person that's bringing the mega uh, just wants to keep it in there because the rest of the lobby is doing more damage, that's totally. I think that's totally acceptable while they're still getting off their charge yeah. moves. Hmm. So here's another question, okay? Because like I said, I use the auto recommend for for my raids all the time because I never, I just I I don't put it. I don't think I know. I know it's terrible. But so every Giratina raid, my the first Pokemon that they always put was my Togekiss. But my Togekiss runs Charm, the one that is powered up high enough. I only have one move on it. It's Charm and Ancient Power. Was it? Yeah, Ancient Power. That does absolutely, it does nothing to a Giratina. But the Charm is what I'm assuming is why it's in there um it's in there actually causes resistance is yes they they will put in there like right now if you were to do mewtwo's without shadow ball um which most of them won't have um it will recommend metagross or lugia as as a big one because those are psychic types they're not doing super effective damage to that mewtwo but they're psychic so they're gonna resist most of mewtwo's moves 
like a a, a psycho cut and a mm. psychic. Okay, so it's not necessarily that the moves are super effective. It's just it could it's just a Pokemon that could resist whatever that one is throwing. Yes, at it. and sometimes it's based upon weather. Like if you ever do raids in windy weather and you're doing something that's not weak to dragon, you'll oddly see like two or three Dragonites and you're recommended. It's because Dragonite is just a natural, a very good attacker. And it's the recommendation is basing off that weather boost to boost that attack. But those dragon moves are still not going to be super effective because you're not, you know, you're not rating something that's weak to dragon, but it's going to recommend it anyway, because sometimes because of the weather boost. So whether the weather that you're rating in will play a factor. And the location of the gym, to be specific. Well, the location of the gym, what now? For, like, the weather of the location. So, like, if you're remote rating and you're, when I'm in Illinois and I'm remote rating to Astro in Florida, if he's got sunny weather, all the sunny weather moves are going to be boosted. You know, the weather here by me is only, like, cloudy. Yes. So it's dependent, the weather is dependent on the weather of the location of the gym itself that you're rating at. So, so is it? Go ahead, Astro. Sorry, I was gonna say. Is it? So is it basing its recommendations off more TDO versus DPS? Then, okay, hmm. okay. So with the weather boosting, is the so let's say it's windy here in Florida for whatever reason. It'd probably be more windy up there, and it's a dragon. Are you getting the weather boosted Pokemon if it's not windy in your area? For if I'm doing the raid, or is it? Wherever the- if I'm doing the raid by you, yeah, 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 it will it will most likely auto recommend like my Shundo Dragonite and Rayquazas. If me if you invite me to a raid and you have windy weather, and we're raiding, I don't. Let's just stick with Mewtwo since it's the current boss. Um, it mm. will still auto recommend that because you have windy weather by you, and the gym is in a location that's near you. Okay, and then. The Mewtwo that you catch would still be weather boosted, even if you're not in windy. But yes. I was windy. Yes, yes. the The weather okay. boost uh, also applies oh. to the location of the gym itself. Oh, so if you're searching for like certain IVs, like if Cresselia was back and you want to try and get as low as possible, you want to make sure you're not in windy raiding a Cresselia that's weather boosted. Or, okay. So that's yes. important um, when we're calling out raids, then. Which, oh, very absolutely. much so. Um, it factors into counters as well. So, hmm. I, I guess also I should clarify those terms I was using earlier: TDO versus DPS. So TDO is the total damage output. So it takes into account how long you'll live plus how much damage you're putting out. Versus DPS is just strictly how quickly you could put out damage per second. So typically, I know in rating, we focus more on DPS is what we really care about. But the game, for some reason, takes TDO into account most often. Yeah. Cool. Um, No, that's I like I said, I know nothing about rating except for I do it and I just press and press and press until, you know, (laughs) hopefully someone else is carrying the raid for me. (laughs) So. Uh, I appreciate all the advice there. Um, I'm sure it's going to help people because, I mean, I know, I know some like PVPers like don't are like me. Like they just, they raid when they have to for certain Pokemon, but 
there's there is just as much skill and thought into raiding as there is a PvP matchup just because you're doing it against, you know, the computer or the, you know the game versus someone else like you still like Ray said you still have to know the factor, you know, your matchups, you still have to know weather types, you know, what's going to be boosted here, what's going to be boosted there, you know, things like that. Um, instead of just doing an auto wreck like I do every <laughs> single time I read. <laughs> well, so the, the, it was, uh, the big thing too, is it comes down to, uh, it's a financial thing. It's, um, you're paying, most likely you're paying a dollar for that pass or a little bit less, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you come in with auto recommended, there's only three other people and you don't beat it. And then like, you know, the gym, the raid boss is gone then you just lost out on a dollar. So it's like that money compared to like PVP ELO, you know, and you get a little more frustrated with the yeah. <laughs> lost dollar. <laughs> I get, I get so pissed at the fact that you can't see how many, if someone remote like sends you an invite, you can't see how many people are in the the raid until you join. And I hate hate when i get a raid invite i'm like oh okay i jump in it's a five-star raid and there's two people in there and i'm like really like if you're gonna blind invite somebody like make sure you have at least five like four or five people in there um there's a way to protect yourself with that i I can't remember who who pointed this out on twitter there's uh if you leave your lobby blank I believe like, so you create a lobby that's mm-hmm. completely empty. Um, it will, and it won't let you like join the raid when the timer starts, like after the zero, you'll still be in that initial lobby. So if that happens to you, you could just quit. Like you get one other person in the lobby and you're trying to do a legendary and it's not something that you can duo. So you just quit. And then if you need to message the person say, Hey, let's try, let's try this again. So like you create an empty team yeah, and then it won't put you in the lobby because you have nothing to battle that raid boss. Hmm. I did not know that. I did not realize that. That's awesome. (laughs) That, yes, that is great because I've wasted so many. Someone put it on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. I I wish I could give credit to the person, but it was, yeah, it was very, it's a very good way to at least at the very least protect yourself from, you know, wasting a pass. Yeah. Um, so we do have um before we wrap up the show we do have some questions hold on i need to pull it up uh let's see we got two questions so our only intro music of the episode we're going to uh do the question and answer segment you want answers i think i'm entitled you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth The uh, the intros are also by Nicotine Fix. <laughs> so it's just like a whole episode. I'm like, oh my gosh, we need intro music somewhere. So, um, so I remembered to send out uh, the tweet, and we got two questions. Uh, so the first one comes from Artemis Dragon, and he says, "What changes do you feel Niantic should improve in order to make GBL fun for Legends?" who made top rank early in the season how can they keep them engaged 
I ask because there seems to be a lot of legends who tend to quit once rank 24 has been achieved or battle far less afterwards to prevent their elo from dropping due to bat sets and wait um and wait times. That is a good question. Um I've never hit legends so I wouldn't know, but I would assume depending on who you are like I know like Dino still plays extremely competitive every time he plays his sets and he still plays all of his sets and he's hit legend already on his main account but he does try out different things to kind of help but i mean they would have to do something like with the leaderboard i feel that's that's exactly what i was thinking in order for people i think that hit legend to be more involved because I think you change the rewards at the end of season based on leaderboard position. So like the top top person gets something bigger than everyone else. Five through 25 gets something different and you change up the rewards that way. So you have a reason to keep trying to push that ELO higher. And I think that's going to get because if you look at other PVPBAs games, they do that kind of thing where you have the leaderboard. Not only do you have your rank, your overall rank, but once you hit top leaderboard, you're even have a ranking inside of that leaderboard to really drive competitive fi- fires. Yeah, that's that's a good um, that's a good idea. I don't I, go ahead. Oh me, sorry. <laughs> um, Ziana did did a video um, about if GBL was boring, and he uh, this was actually surprising to me. Included something about XP, so it's not really included outside of if you win your third battle, you get to catch the Pokemon and that's the XP that you get. So I was trying to think just off of just hearing the question now, if there would be some kind of XP bonus, if you win a certain amount of battles after you hit legend, if that could be like a hmm. bonus reward that would. Yeah. I think that probably Stardust and XP increases for after you hit legend would Definitely, I know it would drive most PvPers to to try harder after because a we're always after Stardust, and you know you you with the level fifties and stuff like that you you know everyone's trying to get you know ranked all the way up to level rare 50. candy XL for reward once you hit Ooh, legend. Yes, instead of rare candies on that that what is it fifth win or yeah. fir- third win on you get rare candy XL. Hmm. Yeah. And it's all, those are things like, it's, it's not going to cost. I think they just don't, they're too lazy to. <laughs> to like I actually think it would, I think it would make through. money. Cause if you, if you're putting out rare candy XL in that premium path at, after three wins, you're going to have yeah. people jumping into the premium path. Cause they can get three, two easier than they can five. Oh yeah. And maybe give it like seven and then your regular I would even think three. five. Give it three. Because they're, they, they're obviously they want rare candy XL to be really rare since you can only get it via leveling up right now. Yeah. So it would give a way to earn that. So you're you're putting in. Oh, I like that. Not that I've ever hit legend, but I would I would <laughs> keep battling if I hit legend for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's continued uh, motivation. <laughs> if I ever get it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so our next question uh, comes from JD Mojo Jojo, and he writes, "How do you feel?" Um, how do you feel about the fact we have a global GoFest can remote raid any gym in the world? 
but cannot lucky trade at any distance. Do you see them ever changing their stance on this? And he writes, global game, semi-local trades. It is so true. And it's it's hysterical that we can remote raid, we can do, you know, virtual go fests, we can battle people on other side of the world, but we can't trade with someone outside of what 10 kilometers. <laughs> Yeah, and it was even worse because last year didn't they make it forty kilometers for GoFest last year? So even this year took a step back yeah. in that trading aspect. And I I was playing in the same city as people I was lucky friends with, but on the opposite sides of the city, so I didn't get my lucky trades done. And that it really was frustrating this year on that. I would I would I don't know yeah, if I they think... would ever push it unless they somehow monetized it, which is kind of scary. But I don't know how they would do that. But I think that that's the way they would go. They could probably do it like how they do the the remote passes. You buy like a remote trade. So you have to have a remote <sighs> trade pass in order to to do it um if they're going to monetize it, but I think if you have if you're a lucky friend, you should be able to trade no matter where. Yeah, cuz you put in the investment. Is. I mean, that that's not what is it? 90 days of interaction or 120 yeah. days of interaction? It's 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 a lot of interaction. It's not like it's somebody that you don't know or you're just randomly raiding with. I could see them also if they're, if you talk about the monetizing way. We we know they found in the data mines code for a subscription service. Make mm-hmm. that part of the subscription service. Yeah. Um. So if they do a subscription service, um, you guys are gonna get it, <laughs> or is it gonna depend on the the price? <laughs> that and what's in it? I, yes, I'll probably get it. I'm ashamed to admit. Yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, I've seen so like, yeah. Well, so my kids play Fortnite. Besides Pokemon Go, they play Fortnite like religiously. It's either Fortnite or Pokemon Go, and Fortnite um just started maybe a couple months ago a subscription where it's like I think it's like twelve dollars a month, but for twelve dollars a month they get like all these skins. They get this. They get you. Know, it's like a whole bunch of stuff that you probably would have spent $12 on anyway. So at least I'm spending, you know, 20 bucks a month, you know, for two of them to get all this stuff that I probably would have ended up spending like $40 a month on um, just for one, because, you know, one skin is like 250 thousand V bucks and you can only buy 75, v, you know, they make the the amount of coins you can get, you know, less than what it costs to buy boxes and stuff like that. So that sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. I I can see them upping with a subscription service. I can see a few things. I could see you know the remote trading being something they include in that. A few free raid passes each week or something, and then doubling your coins per gym, something mm-hmm. of that nature, and. I would probably still end up buying it, even though I would be ashamed to do it. You think they would include the spin distance? <laughs> Don't put that into the world. Don't give Nyanic ideals. They're listening. If it happens, it's all Reyes's fault. All Reyes's fault if they do that. You put it out there, it's done. Yeah, I mean, it can't be. I'll pr- like. I I'll probably get it too if they do it, just because I. <laughs> Whatever. And I mean, I already throw away $7 a month on that shitty Peacock network anyway. 
So at least this, I'd be getting something good out of it. <laughs> Speaking um, of, I have a question of the week for you. <laughs> How do you feel about the return of John Cena? I like it. Me too. I miss John Cena, man. I miss him. He he, uh, he was around when I was starting to fade out of watching a lot of the WWE stuff. So I think it's cool. I, I like it. it it's going to be an interesting thing. I don't know if it'll bring me back to watching every time it's on, but I'll turn in just to see him here and there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm psyched. And I could probably talk another hour and a half on just wrestling. So maybe one day we will... Uh, I'll do a special if I can find enough people to to sit around and bullshit about <laughs> WWE's and AEW and the current state of pro wrestling. Um, we'll do a bonus episode on 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 that because I've got. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, you know last night <laughs> I was going off. Oh, that was so bad. So, it was so um, bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I don't want to relive it. I, I got to go watch the first half of Money in the Bank now because <laughs> I can't can't start the stream from the very beginning. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yeah. So when it was on WWE Network, if you start at the pay-per-view, let's say like it started at eight and you went in, you know, you went on at nine o'clock, you could start it from the beginning. Peacock Network doesn't let you do that. So if it starts at eight and then by the time I get the kids in bed and whatever, and it's almost, you know, eight thirty, eight forty-five. when I turn it on, I've missed 45 minutes to an hour of, of it. And I can't rewind it. And I have to wait till the next day to watch the replay. That's great. Cause any other DVR based service like that, you're able to restart from any time you want. You've recorded it. It's yours. Yes. Yeah. I, That's I, strange. <laughs> Uh, and luckily I wasn't the only one it was there was there was a whole flock of people blowing up Twitter and Peacock Network and WWE yesterday so it was quite funny (laughs) so um, but that's uh, another topic for another day and another episode because uh, I could just go on for for a long time about wrestling it's it's probably my second passion the second third tied for second and third that this Music and and wrestling; those are my three my three things. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, that's that's a show. Um, thank you, um, so much to Wildcat Dad and Reyes for for joining me, um, on short notice and and being able to, especially to Reyes, to be able to bring, um, the raid aspect of of this game to to us to give us a little more knowledge than at least for me, more knowledge than what I had yesterday. Um, I wish we did this episode the day before yesterday because <laughs> <laughs> it probably would have been a lot easier for me to do some of these raids, but um, you know, with, with the XL candies and, you know, more and more PVP relevant um, Pokemon getting in raids. I, I really thought, you know, bringing him, bringing him into kind of, share that side of the game uh was important so thank you guys for for jumping on and and doing this you know last minute with me always a blast always a blast yeah thank you thank you for having me on and uh quick side note when we were talking about counters and stuff earlier leak duck couples of gaming the just follow them wherever they post graphics they're pretty they're 
very accurate in what you should use for a raid boss. So that's what I, that's, you know, I kind of look at that no matter what. So look at, look at those graphics from those trust, you know, trustable sources and what they recommend is, is pretty, is like the ones you want to use. Cool. And I'll, um, I'll put those, those links in the show notes so that, um, you guys can check that out. So, um, so that's a show. Uh, let me, you know, thank you everyone for, for listening and, and to all of our patrons, uh, Mr. Batfleck and JD Mojo Jojo at our supporter tier, our producers, King Flip, Papa Rec, and our discord admins, two of the three here, uh, Wildcat Dad 17, Reyes 683, and Siegel, who, Again, thank you so much for everything you've done because just this draft alone is 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 enough like on top of everything else that you've done. So, again, if you got this far in the episode, you're going to get another you got another thank you there. <laughs> <laughs> um so you can uh you can follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP Podcast. Uh, you can email us at BTWPVP at gmail.com. You can join our Patreon. We've got a merch store and, you know, all that fun stuff. If you want to be part of the Discord, just message us uh, or email us um, and just ask for the link and, and we'll send that over to you. Uh, that's that's free to just come hang out and do whatever. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so normally at the end of the show, Dino does the, you know, the good luck, get good luck and get good. Um, and last time Wildcat was on, he did it. So today we're going to give the honor to Reyes. So thank you everyone for listening to the BTW beginner to winner PVP podcast. I'm Astro Zombie 954. Wildcat dad 17. This is Reyes683, and until next time, good luck and get good. There you go. <laughs> and I forgot the music again. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, wait, where's the music? <laughs> <sighs>
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.